Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, pop art painter Jamie Rock, and this is the big show. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. I apologize from the deepest cockles of my heart um, about last week. It, it just was way beyond our control, and um, we we do the show. We buy airtime uh, through the, for the show and whatnot, and net time. Um, well, I guess it's considered under airtime through a uh, through a service. And they had some computer issues last week and whatnot, but they've got them all, uh, you know, they were on it, got it all knocked out, and we are good to go. Um, so, yeah, I'm very, very pleased about that. And I'm very pleased to finally, third time we've tried to do this, third time's charm, uh, welcome our guest tonight. He is the king of cool and the prince of understanding. Oh, my gosh. I can't believe he's still friends with me, but um, he is, and that's a good thing because, um, damn, oh, he's got a new album out. We're, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it. I, um, without further ado, I want to welcome Mr. Darren Michael Boyd, um, rock guitar, uh, guitarist extraordinaire. Darren, hey, Jamie. <laughs> my friend from the frozen north. Yeah, yeah, it's starting to get that way. I don't know what's going on. We're we're getting like an early fall. It's uh, you know, we're not ready for that for another six weeks or, or so. But somehow, yeah, nothing nothing has been normal, <laughs> including See, the, the early. These Canadians, they're they're brewing up, um, and we we're, you know, the world's weird. I guess we've all accepted it. We're in a weird thing, and, and you know, I don't know if it's political. I, I doubt it. it. It's definitely probably man-made, but um, you know, we have all this crazy weird weather. San Diego had a hurricane this week. <laughs> Poor wow. people, you know, jeez. Um, but no, the Canadians, their big weapon against the U.S. If we ever annoy them too. Too much, push them a little too far. They shoot down that polar vortex, which is. <laughs> I, why has no one not made a metal band with that name? Because that is perfect. That's a good metal <laughs> band name. It might be. I yeah. didn't Google it. It'd be surprising what you find. <laughs> oh, I'm telling you. I'm yeah. telling you. My wife watches all these. Um, she doesn't do it so much anymore. She's, you know, Mrs. Serial Killer True Crime now. Um, I don't think there's been a, uh, a murder that we haven't watched a show about. Um, you know, she's been sick, homesick, but, and so we're watching a lot of them, ladies and gentlemen. It's on the TV all the time. Um, that's what she likes. But she used to watch these ghost shows, you know, the ghost hunting shows. Yeah, and She yeah. was into that, man. And I don't think they I've really one... seen many of them. Yeah, they kind of fell out. I mean, yeah. they were popular for a while, but then they, I don't know, I guess people are like, eh, you know, you can only hear the wind so many times and think, think of something. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, sure. anyhow, they, they would always say, <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
Yeah, they never find it. They never find it. But they would always say, well, we think that there's a, uh, a fear cage uh, surrounding you. And I'm like, that's a great name for a metal band. Fear cage. <laughs> you know? Come on. Yeah. It... Get on it. <laughs> Man. Yeah, I, I haven't had normal TV in years. So, um, you're lucky. I I'm, yeah, I, well, it was a smart decision. I, I shouldn't even say that I don't have normal TV. I don't, I also don't have Netflix or any streaming service other than like I'll use Tubi or something to watch a, a movie I can't find somewhere else. Um, but I just don't, if I watch anything, it's like a DVD, you know, like I'll go and mm. get it from the library, I'll order it or whatever. Um, and, and it's nice. not because it's not because I'm like you know uh, just a cheapskate or something. It's not that. It's that I found myself. I had satellite TV, and all hours of the day I'd just be standing in front of the TV, flip, flip, watching, going, "What yeah. the hell am I doing?" <laughs> You're like, "Don't I have something better to do than this?" Like, so now when exactly. I watch movies, it's it's very strategic. You know, I sit down and enjoy watching a movie instead of just flipping channels watching. Like my numbing. I'm telling you, the the youngsters I know. They, uh, I was talking about this the other day. Since we didn't do the show last week, and uh, Danny's home ill, I, um, you know, I had a lot of time on my hands as far to sell. And one of the great things about doing the show is I tend not to, you know, usually I'll have everything all set and whatnot, and I'll I'll typically have like you know, 15, 20 minutes before the show to kill. And uh, usually, uh, I learned early on not to scroll through uh, Facebook and, <laughs> you know, uh, kick water uphill and get into arguments with people over yeah. stuff they, you know, nobody knows anything about. And um, yeah. I don't want to do that before a show because I, I don't want to do the show in a foul mood. I, I want to be, you know, it's, I enjoy doing this. I don't want that tainted. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's funny you um, say, yeah, it's a, the same experience, like when I, I've learned, like, the worst thing I can do first thing in the morning is open Facebook. <laughs> like, exactly. why am I starting my day annoyed? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I am guilty. I will look at Twitter headlines. There's, like, five or six of the most important trending things, or they assume it's the most important trending thing. Um, and as long as I see, or I don't see... You know, the missiles are flying in, uh, get under the desk. I'm, I'm like, okay, I'm good. Um, I don't click on anything for more information uh, or that. I, I don't get sucked into it. And, you know, the thing is, but I found myself, what will happen is I'll just, and I've got, man, on the, on the Roku, I've got YouTube and all those apps and everything. So I can scroll through YouTube on the big TV in the living room. And, and I, started doing that last week because I'm filling up time. I'm like, well, you know, I can scroll through this before do, you know, I don't have a show to do. Yeah. So let me, uh, let me waste some time here. And I started getting depressed. I was just, cause I'm watching all this new shit and I'm just like, yeah. and finally my friend Julie, she's like, yeah, you're doom scrolling. That's what old people do. Um, <laughs> that's why they're always <laughs> mad. They doom. I'm like, what the hell is doom Hey, there's another band band. Well, <laughs> yes. That's not a good band. It's, it's okay. It's a, that's more of an album. A good album. Thing, you know? <laughs> yeah. Death metal from Norway or something. Doom 
<laughs> but you definitely have to have the Cookie Monster voice, like that type. Yeah. I know there's a name for it. I don't know what it is. But anyway, um, <laughs> yeah. And so I'm just like, I'm so glad that you're on the show because I'm always in a good mood when you're on the show. You've got, um, you know, number one, you're a fantastic musician. And ladies and gentlemen, Darren's only been playing a couple months now. No, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm just kidding. You, don't, you don't get to hit the level of expertise in a couple months, man. Um, any of you youngsters out there, practice, practice, practice. Uh, Darren will tell you because, you know, you got to. Yeah, you know, I, should practice, I should practice more. <laughs> Come on now. But Come that's, on but that's now. what, you know, this is what happens, though, when you're – when you're a grown-up, right, and you've got, um, and I mean, I, I get students like that sometimes, guitar students. I, um, I don't, I teach a little, not as much as I used to, but still a, a few, you know, a night a week or so. And um, mm-hmm. aside from, you know, kids, I get, you know, uh, dads, you know, guys who've like sort of got the empty nest really? thing now, like they, they, yeah, well, it's like, uh, or or moms too. I get the same, you know, where they go. You know, I used to play guitar. I've had this guitar for a long time, but, you know, because of the kids and work, I never had time to play right. it. And so they want to, you know, sort of, and it's great. You know, you don't have to have any major goals. You can just do it because you love doing it. You know, just, you know there's no, um, it's not a, a competitive sport, right? You can do it, do it at any age. Right. And, you know, but yeah, when you get older um, and you have a lot more responsibilities, it's like, man, when I was younger and on tour, I can't believe I didn't spend more time practicing in the hotel room. <laughs> like, I, what was I doing? Yeah, <laughs> something yeah, stupid. Yeah, you know, know, a rock guitar and on tour. <laughs> yeah, well, imagine what you were doing, there, right? Um, you know, especially when you're younger. Um, yeah, you just like, yeah, yeah. But it's oh still, it's, it's, I still spend a lot of time. I, I would. It's weird because practicing. Every time I intentionally try to practice something, it usually ends up just falling apart because I, I go into writing mode. You know, I try to learn something new right. and then I go, oh, that's neat. And then I'm off writing and I don't. <laughs> I'm not really practicing the guitar. It's just like a means to an end to create something. You know. Well, one of the things I love about your music is you, um, and, and for those who don't know, I mean, I don't know how you wouldn't know this listening to the podcast here. Um, podcasting isn't my day job, ladies and gentlemen. I'm a painter. I paint pictures of people and stuff. So I think a lot in those terms um, of visual arts and whatnot. And what I wanted to say was Darren paints with his music um, my type of Things, man. Uh, it is great. Your yeah, music I know is the best. <laughs> yeah, it's very oh, noir. It's thanks. very, um, you know, it tells a story. That's and a it's term, instrumental. Yeah. yeah, and it tells, I mean, your mind can't help, but, and, and maybe I'm just, you know, making a story up and it's the soundtrack to it in my head. I don't know, but I like it. You know, I like it. it it's definitely leading my mind, uh, leading my thoughts. And I think that's cool. It's very creatively infectious. You know, you can't help but yeah. have creative ideas when listening to your music. And well, I, I like that, that idea. It's neat that you say that because that's sort of, 
you know, I, I put a lot of thought into, you know, just textures and stuff in the music that maybe, you know, on the surface, the, the casual casual listener might not notice, but they, it's still, it's, it's all part of it. Like, you know, the subtle things you'll put into a painting, you, you may not oh, notice yeah. it, but it's part of, part of what makes it great. It's just, you don't actually know. And it's the same thing with music. There's so many layers to it. Yeah, it's 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 crazy. I was listening to one of your tracks. I'm trying to remember. I can't. I'm drawing a blank on which which one it was. But it was. It, I was listening to it. I'm into it. I'm sitting here doing some sketches and stuff. And I got a new easel, so I'm 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 really oh, cool. you know dying to uh, take it around the track. You know what I mean? So I'm I'm yeah. sketching out. I you know, but you know, right now, oh man, money's a little tight. So I'm like, okay, I can afford this many canvases and um, <laughs> yeah. you can't waste them. You know, you better have a good idea of what you're doing. You know, it's like going in the studio. You know, you, you have to uh, have yeah, everything prepared, planned but... out a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's a good thing because you work a little better. You know, at least I do. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway, I'm listening to one of your tracks. And all of a sudden, there was a line from the old classic um, Stephen King, The Gunsling. What was it? The Dark Tower, The Gunsling. I can't even remember the name of the book. But there's a line in that book that says, this guy, you know, and it it says something along the lines of, uh, the wind was scraping over the roof. And for some reason, that popped into my head listening to, and I'm like, Ooh, that's exactly the vibe I'm getting from hearing this track, you know? And that yeah. led to me jotting down some other stuff in this sketch. And I, I was just like, that's cool when music can, you know, I yeah. I don't know. Tip of my hat, sir. Tip of my hat. Oh, oh thank you. And, and you, you do know, it again. Well, it's funny when you said oh, that what? about, like, you know, thinking of a line, right? I'm amazed that more that I maybe I haven't known, maybe it's happened, I don't know about it, but you would almost think that, that people would sample my music, you know, because it's instrumental, that they could write lyrics or whatever and, you know, sample it or, or use it in some way, and I haven't been ever approached for that. I, I guess this hasn't got out into in, enough eyes and ears, but I think that might be actually kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. And, you know, you can put it, ladies and gentlemen, you can put a beat to anything. I, um, I'm, for those also who may not know this, or you may, I don't know, I'm a big classical music fan. Um, and but sometimes I'm like, you know, the problem with classical music, it's just nonstop covers done exactly the same way over and over again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that's the whole thing. I'm not putting it down. I, that's the whole atomic structure of classical music. I get it. But sometimes I like something a little different. And I was, I don't know, flipping around YouTube, and I found um, somebody had taken all these classes like Debussy and stuff like that and put a lo-fi hip-hop beat to it. <laughs> and it worked. I was like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah, that's wild. Um, you know? Um, yeah, and you know those yeah, mashups, somebody... right? Like, like yeah, the, the mashups of uh, – what, what was it I heard the other day? It was, uh, it was Kiss. And I don't know, was it the Bee Gees? Was, I don't remember what it was, but it was Kiss and something. Yeah, they're always and, weird. And it was, uh, 
Yeah, and I mean, I don't know. Like, part of me is just like the purist going, you know, I don't want, even want to hear this. You're like, why guy. are you doing this? Yeah. And then the other side of me is like, it is pretty fascinating. <laughs> and sometimes it's just fun, <laughs> you know, it really is. Mm. Absolutely. I heard one I, one time it was, I don't know, it was like, uh, and I'm not even, I, I'm not a big pop person. I mean, I know some of the stuff from my wife. You know, she listens to all that stuff. Do a loop. I don't know who that is. I, I couldn't pick her out of a lineup, know you know? Um, no. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm an old man. What, what do I do? I, you know, her music <laughs> is probably the stuff that I go, hey, music, what the hell is that? You know, it's probably great. <laughs> it's just not made for me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm an old man. <laughs> um, you know. Oh, dear. I had the weirdest experience the other day. I uh, was visiting my in-laws, and my father-in-law is a big music guy, but he's older than me. Of course, and he, um, you know, he's he's his pinnacle of musical interest was probably in the seventies. The singer songwriter, you know, he's a giant Bruce Springsteen fan and all that. You know, that era, um, America, you know, all that kind of stuff. Ambrosia. He went. Tell me about an Ambrosia concert. He went. I'm like Ambrosia. How was that? (laughs) I had to look it up. Um, I didn't know. You know, but um, my. I, I, to me, I, I don't think there's a term for it. My wife's uncle, her aunt's husband, was visiting. Uh, what's that? Uncle in law? I, I don't know. Yeah, I'm anyway, not sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, it was one of those weird things. And, and they were having a barbecue, and uh, we were over there. And um, they started talking music and concerts. And they're like, well, I went to this fog hat concert, you know. And as I'm looking at them, I'm picturing in my mind, like their hair is growing out, you know, the yuppie right. facade is falling away, button-down shirts are turning into concert shirts, you know what I mean? And they were wow, yeah, two right. 70s rockers suddenly. It was like, wow, I guess everybody's true form comes out at some point, you know, through yeah. music. <laughs> um, it's great. How funny it's that, yeah. No, growing yeah, up, it's a whole you're, different era. Yeah. Well, you're a rock guy, and you're Canadian, so you know. Um, of <laughs> course, you know we all love Rush. Um, hey man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's I like really the funny like because there there are people We're, you know just I guess like anything don't like Rush, and that's that's fair because it's not a you know, no. Even the the best stuff in the world is you know doesn't. I mean, that's even a silly. Yeah, and that's a silly right. statement. You know, anyway, but as we know, but it's just one of those things we kind of go go to. But I mean, there are people who you know can't stand Freddie Mercury or or the Beatles mm. or whatever, and it's like, well, you know, it I, it's not. I've learned a long time ago that there's things I don't like doesn't mean they suck. It's just. I don't relate. It's not, not for you. you. Know, nothing, nothing wrong. Yeah. yeah, and you know what? It's not for me right now, but it might be in three years from now. That's happened before. You know, like I've jumped oh, on the bandwagon yeah. way late, but it just wasn't for me at the time. Right. <laughs> we were in the car, me and my wife. We were going to I don't know, a grocery store or something. We were going somewhere uh, on some crazy adventure that you do when you're grown up, meaning some boring chore we had to do. And um, she's, you know, she has the Cirrus XM in her car, and she's she's 
younger. You know, she listens to pop music and stuff. And <laughs> I'm sitting there and, and I'm listening to what she ever she has on, and it's got this crazy, I mean, crazy industrial like intro beat. And I'm like, man, I said, what are you listening to? Skinny puppy? I mean, this is crazy. I love it. <laughs> and she starts laughing like like cackling like that. Ah, I got gotcha, you, cackle. <laughs> and um, I'm like, what? She's like, well, Mr. Cool, this is Taylor Swift. And I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, I got to show my cool card. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I, yeah. I like. I think I liked her better uh, when she was sort of the singer-songwriter, country girl. You right. know, that's just yeah, that's a little more health. true too. Doesn't. Yeah, I mean, my my opinion doesn't matter. She's doing just fine anyway. Doesn't <laughs> she? Doesn't need me on board. <laughs> She 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 is the music industry right now, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that's, that's what I, I like that better. I I think just personally that well, you know. When you were a youngster growing up, I mean, were you into like a lot of the rock at Because you were what you're the same age as me, I think, right? Child of the eighties. Yeah, yeah, and I you know what? Honestly, I'm uh, I grew up listening to or being into a lot of bands that were like, I always get pegged as a, a metal guy and that's fine because, mm. you know, a lot of what I grew up on, what I love is, is metal. So, and of all different types, um, you know, cause now there are like a million different subgenres, but right, I don't right, think, right. um, I don't think a lot of what I listened to, it was just, you know, like hard rock, but the stuff that was on the radio that was pop, still had I was really into the pop of the day which was mm. still before my it was I don't know how to explain it it wasn't even of the day because you see I have an older brother is five years older so that you no. know, he turned me on all kinds of music that was yeah he was in you know, cool anybody like, with an older brother at that era that's where yeah. you got your musical info from yeah because it wasn't the internet Alice Cooper, Kiss, yeah. Queen, Meatloaf, Bowie, all that stuff. I didn't, you know, that wasn't music of my age, but it was the stuff that I listened to because my, my brother and his friends did. And it, you know, but I, so much of what I listened to was basically pop, but back then pop had real instruments, you know, and real singers. Right. And it was a band oh, writing yeah. their songs or, or an artist writing their songs. So, you know, you had April Wine. I don't know if you even know who that is. Oh yeah. There. Okay. I thought of actually I thought they were pretty big. You know? So that kind of stuff, like, you know, April Wine, what else? Like again, like Alice even Cooper, the even the Go Go's, you know, something like the oh, Go Go's. Yeah. They were still a rock band, you know, but that was on the radio. <laughs> Absolutely. The Absolutely. Yeah. Now it's very formulated and it's very much, you know. Uh, oh yeah. Like but it doesn't, you know, it's weird. Same. I don't hear bands, I don't know, maybe in, a little bit in the, the, the early 2000s, early to mid-2000s, where you had rock influencing pop music, popular music, um, like, almost like, like there was in the 80s, you know? Uh, there's no Quiet Riot right now, you know? And, yeah, the, the funny thing about, like, a band like Quiet Riot, I remember when Quiet Riot, Rudy was like, all my friends were all Quiet Riot happy, um, because of uh, Carlos, well, I can't remember his name, the guitar player. Carlos. He was fantastic. Cavazzo, yeah. Um, he, yeah. yeah, yeah, he was great. 
Everybody's like, yeah. he's going to be the next Randy Rose. I'm like, I don't know about that, but um, but he was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but everybody was very. Did you know the funny part was is I already knew all the songs they were doing because my friend um, Rob's older brother had turned me on to all the glam rock, and I'm like, these are just glam yeah, rock. Yeah, some yeah. of them were. <laughs> yeah. you know, they're big, I already knew them, you know. Um, Wild, yeah. But. And a lot of the hair metal, 80s hair metal, was like that, you know? It was... Um... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot yeah, of... Um, <clears throat> a lot of it was pop music, basically. But that's what I mean. It was yeah. it was just, you know, a little bit more edge, a little more dangerous, mm. I guess. But, you know, but that's that's what, it, you know, it's what it was. And, and um, there was a lot that... A lot of great musicians that came out of that uh, and great bands, great songs that came out of that oh, time yeah. that a lot of times people um, kind of dismiss because they don't realize they just go out, you know, hair metal. And it's such a horrible term, I think, because, you know, it's, well, like, it's what different. does that it's mean? <laughs> I heard somebody try to yeah. describe Van Halen as hair metal the other day. And I'm like, but that's no, what I mean. it could be, no. they, they could still fit like by all the definitions even right. though I agree, they're they're a totally different thing, but different than I don't know. It's it almost sounds like to me hair metal. Hair metal, is, I think, are like poison and stuff like that. You know. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't know. Anything like poison. <laughs> but they yeah. were good, though. I, yeah, it was I, fun I, stuff, but yeah, you know. Um, and I have poison to be, was great. I didn't like that. Every rose has a thorn song. Uh, that kind of turned. You know, that was too the ballady stuff. I was kind of. Although I say that, and then all of my mind goes to uh, you know Ozzy and Lita Ford's ballad, and I'm like, yeah, they kind of yeah. knocked it out of the park with that. <laughs> you know, that was yeah, good. Yeah, and, that's on the really, Infinity Pool. Yeah, well, and and to be fair, that whole um, you know talking about formula, you know, the '80s mm-hmm. particularly with MTV and all that, that there was such a formula by the end of that decade of just. You know, the band put out like a rocker from the album, and then it was the power ballad. And then it was, you know, they had the, the <laughs> exact formula. The band had to have the power Even ballad. Even Guns N' Roses did it, you know? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah they it's did. true. They, November Rain. Even, even Metallica was close. Yeah, oh, even Metallica, yeah. even though it wasn't really a, anywhere near a ballad, but the idea was still there. Like, it was still, okay, let's give them something that they can they can play, you know, before midnight. <laughs> like, right. But, you know, I have to be, be honest, though, too, is I'm, you know, not just to sound like the old guy, you know, shaking fist at cloud and, and you know, complaining about today's music. I, I'm totally the opposite. I, I listen to new music all the time, just not necessarily right. the stuff that's on the radio because I, I don't listen to that either. But, um you know, but I'm always looking for something new. I'm watching a lot of stuff on YouTube, and most of well, the really cool stuff it. going on is in Japan for some reason. Oh yeah, it's and it's it's crazy. I I know this band. They're out of uh, Stockholm. They're they're Swedish, and um, they're huge in fucking Japan. And it's all like like crazy guitar riffs and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, you know, and. They actually, it's funny, because I'm like, when are you guys coming to Florida? Because, you know, I want to hang out. And they're like, eh, sorry, Jamie. We're doing another trip to Japan. <laughs> you know, we got bills to pay. <laughs> yeah. 
Well, well, and some of the bands coming out of the 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 bands, the musicians, the 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 are coming out of Japan are just like beyond light years beyond what I've seen in in years. Like there's, it's it's refreshing, you know, that they're. It's not. I mean, it's not just about musicianship. Like being, you know, that there are a billion people you know, on, on Instagram or TikTok or whatever, who are 10 times as good on guitar that I am, but it's not, that doesn't mean anything, you know, where's the music? (laughs) Like, Mm. you're just, Mm. just, if you're just shredding and I, you know, I never diss anybody for just playing fast or playing whatever they want. Nothing wrong with that at all. But, um, from a music perspective, that's why I put out albums. That's why I write songs. And, and, uh, you know, and oh, yeah. so when I see these bands in Japan that are killing it and they have that virtuosity, they also have, you know, an image, a stage show, great songs, all the, you know, everything that goes along with being a successful artist, at least in that traditional sense. And nowadays, lots Absolutely. of people are doing just great by never leaving their house. They're just on on YouTube and stuff. And, and, and yeah, it's great. It's, you know, it's it, it doesn't seem to be. I don't know. Maybe someday I'll I'll get better at it and, and dedicate time to it. But I have, I seem to be too busy playing, you know, writing music. Um, but it's uh, weird, man. Some it's of these people weird. are I'm really doing talking. well on there. Yeah. Oh yeah, and they're great. And then you get people that you know, the whole image thing. You know. Oh well, I I was just I've had this happen so many times. <laughs> And I don't call them out on it. I'm not going to say who it is. But people have emailed, their team has emailed me. Well, you know, such and such was interested in being on the show and blah, 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 and all this and that. And then as the conversation progresses via email and whatnot, they'll slip up. And I'm like, oh, it's such and such emailing, pretending to be a team. I get it. I get it. Fine. (laughs) But, um you know, I'm up every morning at three in the morning to promote myself. Yeah, I, I get it. You know, I get where you're coming from, but let's uh Yeah. Let's yeah, but there is that thing of, of trying to trying to be well, to create some mystique or something like that and mm. I don't know. It's like they're the worst people I find like on, on Instagram, for example, who you know, follow to unfollow tend to be the uh, uh, musicians, rappers, and pet accounts for some reason. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. Those are the offenders. And I always say, like, people can see that. And what happens, uh, I can only speak for myself, but when I have an, a band follow me and then they instantly unfollow me, I'm like, you know, you're not you're not creating anything. You're just pissing people off because somebody like me is going... Right. If I'm a fan, I'm I'm in, you know. I'll, I'll, but if you just pissed me off and made me feel cheap, I I'm not going to listen to your music. So you just lost You're a potential exactly. good fan, you know. Because there's uh, too much I, of it. I, there's too much of it, yeah. and well, there's too, you too know, much you, number focus. Too much focus on on the numbers that don't like nobody cares. Like have some real fans absolutely. and stop about impressing people. I think the algorithm has something to do with it, too. You know, I think people write, not everybody, not everybody, but a lot of new musicians will write for the algorithm. Okay, well, such and such is getting a lot of play. Taylor Swift's getting a lot of play. So let me write a song, uh, 
similar to you know similar to what's popular for what's doing well for her uh, as far as uh, you know structure uh, time this and that so I can get into that that playlist you know and yeah so and, and the end result is you know it's like I asked my wife the other day we were in the car very this happened ladies and gentlemen uh, you know we're, we're listening to the radio or her serious and I'm like man what is this an 11 minute Remix, and she's like, "No, it's been four songs, Jamie. It's been four different, <laughs> four different people." I'm like, "Geez, wow. that ain't good. That ain't good." No. <laughs> I thought there was a creative DJ. Nope, just a boring <laughs> algorithm. Thanks, AI. Yeah. You screwed me again. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's what people do. They they. Uh... I mean, people have, they're trying to play the game, right? And you see it on TikTok mm-hmm. or whatever where where people are, I, it's, I don't know. Again, I, I'm not judging anybody because you don't do what you have to do, but it's sort of sad when there are like good musicians who have to do clownish things that they probably don't really feel like doing. Exactly. It doesn't represent them as a person or an artist, but they're doing it because they're, they're trying to get attention, likes and clicks and followers and but to what end? You know, are those people are those those people who actually like that type of content and follow you, are they gonna stick around when you put out an album or something or, or do a show right. are those people you know, of your own representation. So that's why I say I put out well, my music if if nobody cares, well, I have one fan. That's me. So. <laughs> well, you always have two. You always have two. Well, me too. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I have more than that, so I'm glad. I, I, I actually yeah. feel pretty, pretty blessed because I don't have a huge fan base. I, but they, you know, my fans that I do have make me feel pretty, uh, pretty good. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Hey, rockers. This is Stacey Lane Wilson, author and editor of the Rock and Roll Nightmares book series. I have a new podcast that features interviews with musicians, artists, authors, filmmakers, and music historians. In Season 1, I interview Phil Toussaint from Ozzy Osbourne's band, Scott Crawford, the director of the Cream Magazine documentary, Lisa S. Johnson, the award-winning author and photographer of the books 108 Rockstar Guitars and Immortal Axes, just to name a few. The Rock and Roll Nightmares podcast explores the dark and mysterious and sometimes funny side of music from the 60s, 70s, 80s, and beyond. Enjoy on RSS or anywhere you like to listen to podcasts. Glittering amethyst, energizing citrate, colorful fluorite, the other side of the sun, Earth's treasures brought to light. 
Since 1999, we have offered a unique collection of hand-selected minerals and gems for every budget, for novices, collectors, and healers. Visit www.tosots.com to view our wide selection of offerings and use coupon code ROCKS, that's R-O-X-X, for 10% off your first order. Remember, T-O-S-O-T-S dot com, Earth's treasures brought to light. Hi folks, Jamie Rocks here. Hey, if you're a big fan of uh, historical, cool historical books, uh, like me, then you're going to want to check out our newest uh, show sponsor, Michelle Albion. Uh, fantastic author. She's got some really interesting, cool books out uh, that you're going to want to check out. I'm a big fan of all of these. Uh, the Florida Life of Thomas Edison, the quotable Edison, quotable Henry Ford, uh, quotable Eleanor Roosevelt, and of course, the quotable Amelia Earhart. Uh, Michelle's just very keen and, and very, very cool. Um, and these are just very cool books. So check out her website. Uh, there's links to uh, where you can pick these up on Amazon and Barnes & Noble all over the place. Uh, MichelleAlbion.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-E-A-L-B-I-O-N.com, MichelleAlbion.com. Very, very cool stuff. Check it out, folks. Well, I was going to ask you, um, for those who don't know, you uh, a couple years ago, and, and we've talked about this before. Is is you know you were in a, a pretty terrible car crash, uh, car accident, and um, as as I understand it, was that kind of the the end of the the touring era and, and you know hired gun yeah. stuff and, and whatnot, and then well, that it, led it, into the solo stuff. What you're doing? Yeah, now. I mean. It, I don't know that it's, you know, it was the end of it for a while. It, put, it was a hiatus mm. for sure. Um, you know, now it's, it, it's interesting because this solo thing, I was doing it like it really was therapy. And that was the whole, you know, process. That was even my thought process. I'm enjoying this. It's giving me something to do, something positive. Um, right. So that's why I did it. <laughs> Cause I was writing songs and weird stuff that I'm going, ah, this, doesn't fit with any of the projects that I'm working on, any other band that I'm playing with. So it just sort of became my own thing. What I didn't expect was that it would uh, kind of take off and that I would have right, some resonate. sort of, you know, <laughs> a, yeah, some legitimate project out of it. So, you know, now going on my sixth, sixth that's a hard word to say in English, the sixth <laughs> release <laughs> coming up in October. So, uh Wow. Yeah. Well, that's great because we're going to have you on again in October when that drops. Nice. <laughs> that makes me happy. And you, you know what? Um, and I get new music to pay to. Um, awesome yeah. Too. And it's crazy because um, you think you got it under control, and I, I'm like, the other day I was trying to make a set list uh, for my my band, uh, like uh-huh. in a like a playlist, right? And I was trying to find mm. one of the songs. And I'm like, where is that? It's not in the, and it turns out it was on a totally different album. So mm. <laughs> I don't even, I don't, even, I don't even know what songs are on what album anymore. <laughs> so oh, it's yeah. kind of a good problem to have. It's it's a good problem to have to have that kind of. I, I'm. That's what I wanted before the the car accident. It was like a a, a nagging thing 
almost every day of my life that I felt like I should have like a huge discography. I should have more music. And, you know, I tended to rely on bands and studios and whatever, and, and nothing ever seemed to, you know, really come together. So once I started doing it myself, I was like, hey, I can I can actually make this work. So <laughs> I just kept going. Right. Yeah. Well, it's it's I'm telling you, doing something or just having something. I and again, you know, everybody's been following my blogs and, and stuff like that. No, my wife, you know, she had this uh, diverticulitis. I can't even say it, but it's this this problem in her uh, intestines, and um, just came out of nowhere. Came out of nowhere. Sure. And yesterday wow. was a hard day. It, yeah, it's been in, she was in the hospital for a couple of weeks, and then she's on these mm. at home. I'm doing these IV injections and stuff. Um, not just for fun, ladies. I'm directed <laughs> by physicians, and you know, no, I'm not a mad scientist in that way. Uh, only with paint. Only with paint. Um, <laughs> I, anyway, I picture you as the um, doctor in the Cannonball Run. Did you ever see that movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in the back thing with that big, yeah, that big yeah, that's. <laughs> oh man, with I'm the sure big that. Oh, yeah, well, I'm telling you, I'm telling you. But she yesterday was down in the dumps, big time, big time. Mm. And um, and I get it, you know. And I I, I went into the our room and and she's laying in bed and you know she has to be in bed and she's staring at the ceiling fan. Going, I'm like, it ain't gonna. You're seeing all it's gonna do. You know, we, yeah. <laughs> and I said, we, you got to do something else. Even if it's, I said, even if it's playing a video game, I'm going to move the video game console. We got a 70 inch TV in here. Um, I don't think they've made a TV better for video games than what you got here. And she's like, wait, I got a switch. We could use, I could play that. And I said, yeah. And then I, I checked on her a half hour later and she's smiling because she's doing something. You know, you can't, yeah. when you're ill and in the recovering, you can't just sit there. You, you got to have something going on and, um, you know, just something to break up the monotony of being uh, recovering from an illness or an accident. Oh, yeah. Too much, too much time to think and feel miserable, really. Oh. It's uh, yeah. got to do something. And, exactly. and, and, and I have to say my, my, I had occupational therapists um, that helped me a lot with you know, not just the physical stuff and everything, but also the, the the psychological, like, you know, planning and, and prioritizing my need because there's something I'd always go, okay, well, that's, you know, I'll do that after I do all these other grown-up things. And it's like, no, no, no put, put it on your schedule because that's what will get done, right? And right. so that made a huge difference Absolutely. in, in my, my healing because I was also extremely um, – you know, uh, paranoid and frustrated because you know the crap going on with the litigation and the and the oh. you know, psychological effects of dealing with insurance companies. <laughs> so exactly, yeah, yeah. So There's some like bitches, you know. Yeah, and they, you know, and and the thing that's just it. What sucks too is you, you you're trying to get better. You're dealing with all this, you know, and pain and then all kinds of bullshit. And I hope yeah. I don't get hooked on these painkiller, you know, that kind of bullshit. And, um, mm-hmm. and then on top of it, people call in and, you know, 
and you got to call this person and do that. You know, oh, what a, mm. what a nightmare. The last thing, you, you know, our system, um, and I'm sure the Canadians know better, you know, maybe a, it, it probably is actually maybe a little better than the American one. Um, but that we need to do something because people, you, you know, you, you're dealing with that shit and you don't need more shit piled on you is all I'm saying. You know, there's right. got to be a better Absolutely. way. There's got to be a better yeah. way. Um, well, the cool thing is, is it started you. Here you are, six albums in. We got to change this on the show page too because it's we've got four full-length albums. You've got six. This is six. This is number five, right? Think, and six in the five. Six, five. I don't know. I, th- I think it'll be four plus the EP plus the album. So it's it's really it'll be five full-length ones, and then the EP. Wow, and the EP is actually part. The EP is part of the album, so. <clears throat> Uh, that sounds kind of weird, but the the long the actual plan, and this is, I don't know if I yeah well I don't think I've ever really explained this to anybody except for on Patreon where I tell people everything. <laughs> hey, they're paying for it. I'll tell them everything. Exactly. So, they they put the money down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but in the the beginning of the year, I had this grand plan, which I actually think was a good idea, was that I was going to release three EPs throughout the year, digital EPs, just like the G-String Murders, and then at the end, I was going to compile them all with a couple of new songs and and put a CD out. Now, the year started off, like, pretty pretty rough. Um, Lost my mom in February. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't know that. Yeah, well, like, but that was one of the... (laughs) Yeah, that's the that set the tone for the year. Obviously, is not it's not something that just you know, right. You, you get over and go on with. And I was still working on stuff, but it was just yeah, there's a lot mm-hmm. that went along with with not just with that, but I mean, life has a way of being life, right? So, but mm-hmm. um, by the time I was able to release the G String Murders. Um, if I put out another EP, it would just be like, okay, two EPs and an album in three months or something. It'd just be stupid. So um, I decided to just stick with the, the four-song EP, which will end up on the album, um, which, again, is one of those things where I was kind of thinking, well, it seems weird to do an EP and then put it on the album, but ultimately those people who want the CD are going to want it anyway, so... Because they're going to want, because they won't be able to get those songs only digitally, right? So, right. Yeah, I mean, that's well, the way I think it's are. Cool. Yeah, well, it sucks about your mom. I'm sorry to hear that. Man. Yeah. Oh, that, oh, yeah. No, it's it's um yeah it's like not not to turn it into a downer or anything. It was just these these are the things that nobody escapes, right? We all have our. Oh yeah. You know, things we all have things to get through and, and uh yeah, so that's I guess that's well, you're like that's me. Why. You're like me. I had somebody man, this happened probably about a year ago. They were looking at my website, you know, looking at paintings and stuff and, and they're like, Man, two thousand fifteen he he painted like three hundred paintings that that year, you know, some <laughs> crazy amount. Was, he was painting every day. Yes, yes, I was. And they asked me, uh, they were on the show, and they, they asked me, and they, I said, yeah, that's the year my father passed away. <laughs> uh, oh, that's yeah. how I de- deal with grief is work. Um, I, right, I right. I myself out with work. I'm one of those people, 
you know. And, and it's different uh, for everybody it, too, right? Like it is. It absolutely. Some people are the exact opposite. Yeah, and and I, I find that I can I can do a lot of creative work. After, but I find like if I'm in the middle of something, you know, times I've been in the middle of a bad breakup or something like that, it's, I, I don't, like, there's a lot of emotion that you feel like, man, I wish I could put this into a song or something, but it doesn't but it's happen hard. then. It, always, it happens after, right. it happens later, and then it all comes. So I think it's different for everybody, but yeah. I, Absolutely. There's a, I think the, the other thing too with that, it wasn't just so much the, um, you know, the the grief of it was that slowed me down because I was still doing a lot musically. I was still like finishing up the G-string murders. I actually did a video that's dedicated to my mom that's on YouTube. Um, nice. So I did that, and I actually did that like right, right close. It was amazing. I'm like looking at this, going, "Why did I do this?" But exactly for the reason, like you just said about painting, it was just mm. yeah. You gotta, yeah. You gotta do something. It's it's. I have found for me, now again, I'm not saying, and folks, I am not a self-help person. I, I, I don't, you know, I do mentor on Patreon, but, um, you know, but, but I'm not one of these people. I, oh, man. Um, I have an ex-wife whose father did that, that, you know, that whole self-help and, oh, oh okay. got to do this, you know. He was always selling uh, books and courses and uh, on you know, he was selling the dream, how to be successful. Um, mm. And, hey, that's your thing. That's, you feel you need that. I ain't the guy to sell you that. It's all he's saying. <laughs> Anyhow, um, yeah, you know, you, you – but I have found for me what works is, is, is getting my mind on something else because it right. – it, otherwise nothing gets done. Um, it, you know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, yeah. Well, it's well, like this said, is a staring great... at the ceiling fan, right? It's like, yeah. yeah, you know, because the you world's know. still yeah. going to spin, you know, and, and that's the re- that's yeah. the sad truth. Whether you're in it or not, things are still happening, you know. So you might as well yeah. be part of it, um, right? Right. You know, it's, but it's it, that's yeah. easier it's... said than done. You know, it's easy. Yeah. And that's what I was telling my wife yesterday. You know, we were kind of talking, and and I said, I I know it sounds flippant. You know, I know it's easy for someone not in the situation to go, oh, you know, we'll get through this, everything will be fine, blah, 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 you know. I, I get it. That can seem far off and far away at times, you know, when you're hurting and in pain and whatnot, yeah. going through whatever. But I'm saying that in in, a, in for, from experience. That's all I'm, <laughs> that's all yeah. I'm saying. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I've, I've been where you're at. I'm, I'm not you know, competing with you or anything like that. I'm just telling you, I know where you're coming from. Yeah, no, I get it. I get it. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. that's good to hear, you know. Um, yeah, true enough. You know, it's, it's so funny. I remember, Darren, when I was being a little kid, man, I must have been, I don't know. I remember I remember we broke up at the roller rink, if that tells any of uh, what age <laughs> I was. This was a million years ago. And it was the first big breakup. Man, you know, that uh, I was. I had felt no one in the world in the history of man had felt these emotions. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I had yeah. a bad, bad. And I was walking around all long face, and my dad, uh, my father was like, 
you know, what the hell happened? What's wrong with you? And I finally, because he didn't know, and I finally told him. And he's like, okay. And he went over to his record collection, pulled out a Hank Williams. <laughs> and here you <he> go, son. <laughs> no, people yeah. have been through it. Old Hank will get you through. Yeah. Well, that's, I think that's what's great about music too, right? Is that music is uh, it it has somewhere whatever you're listening to has the emotions that you can relate to, and that you can go, okay, somebody feels what I'm feeling, even if you're even if it's uh, silly, you know, it doesn't have to be deep, you know, <laughs> it can right. be. Uh, can be just some goofy, you know, song that makes you tap your foot or whatever. It's it's fine. That's there's nothing wrong with that. It's just you know, absolutely. And it's it's something for your some it's entertainment. You know, show business. <laughs> absolutely. I remember having a breakup with a stripper I was dating when I was seventeen, <laughs> and and suddenly uh, in that breakup. I understood Russia's classic distant early warning like I had never understood it before. <laughs> oh, crazy. Yeah, yeah, I get it now. Now you know? I get it. <laughs> why yeah. why wasn't that why wasn't that a real warning? Why didn't that tell me I had to experience it before I understood it instead of being warned before experience. Right, I didn't Oh man. I never saw a crazy chick in the video. I saw a kid on a missile. What the hell? I was totally wrong about this track. Um, <laughs> anyway, enough about Rush. And now, folks, a couple quick messages from some of our show sponsors. Stay tuned. We'll be back with the rest of the interview after these quick messages. Listen to this cool episode ad-free. If you're a VIP member, you can become one on my website, www.jamierocks.us, www.jamierox.us. Metal Babe Mayhem is more than just an online store, it's a destination. MetalBabeMayhem.com carries over 150 rock and roll products, including clothing, jewelry, and accessories. Metal Babe Mayhem also offers shrine clothing and alchemy gothic jewelry. In addition, Metal Babe Mayhem founder Allison Metal Babe Cohen is a rock and roll journalist who supports local and national artists with rock and reviews, interviews, playlists, networking, and more. Metal Babe Mayhem is taking over the world one shirt at a time. My Love Shack Apothecary online shop has everything you need to build a special gift for yourself or someone who needs a little pampering. I hand make all of the products in small batches using only plant-based ingredients and therapeutic grade essential oils. Whether you choose one of my curated sets or want to build a custom gift set, My Love Shack Apothecary has everything you need to send a little sunshine to someone today. Please visit us online at www.loveshackapothecary.com. 
That's www.lovehackapothecary.com. As well as online on Instagram and Facebook. Links are in our website. Support for this podcast comes from the University of Texas MD Anderson Cancer Center, ranked one of the top cancer centers in the nation for the last 27 years. The doctors at MD Anderson treat more rare cancers in a single day than many physicians see in a lifetime, and treatment plans are tailored to an individual patient's needs, allowing more comprehensive and thorough care. To become a patient, please visit makingcancerhistory.com. Aloha. If you have stress in your life or even anxiety and panic, I want to invite you to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast for a way out. The Anxiety Coaches Podcast is a relaxing and inspiring show, bringing you lifestyle changes to calm your nervous system and help you heal. Heal anxiety, panic, and PTSD for life. We bring you two episodes every week. There's no need to walk this path alone. Join us for a relaxing, informative, and inspiring time and start your journey out of anxiety panic. That's anxietycoachespodcast.com. Aloha. Rockscare, the online webshop of high-end luxury merchandise and products. All featuring original pop art paintings, from La Holla to Miami to London, www.merch.jamierocks.us. Let's, um, <laughs> we're going to play some of your tracks here because we've got, and for those who don't know, Darren and I, I man, Darren's like one of my, my cool friends because we just start you know, gabbing and whatnot. We're supposed to be showing these, showcasing these tracks, and we're going to do that now. But the show's going to run a little long, is what I'm saying. So, you know, thank you for uh, <laughs> keeping along with us. First off, the first track we've got queued up here is, uh, and these are in no particular order. Do you think we should play these in a different order? I've got, um, <laughs> now I got them, Darkling, oh, Hide and Shriek, Great... Yeah, let's start with Darkling. That's a good track. These are all great. These are all great tracks. I um, like I said, man, these are all paintings waiting to happen. These are already painted, but with sound. Um, tell us, well, should we play it and then talk about it? Is that how we should do it? Yeah, sure. Whatever, whatever works. I'm easy. Let's do that. Let's start out with Darkling. Now, these are all off. You can get these folks like Darren, or Darren was saying digitally, but these are gonna be on the album. Um, this is
Hell, hey, Darren. That was fantastic. I like this track, Darkling. We just played it. Tell us about it. Uh, that was, yeah, I think that was the last one uh, that I recorded. Uh, I think it's the last one I wrote for G-String Murders, I believe. I, I'm not sure. Feels like it is. It was one of those ones where I'm like, okay, I have to I have to make this. This has to get on the uh, on the EP on the album because uh, yeah, you know, you just some things feel right, and mm-hmm. that you know that was a period where um, you know my my mom was ill for like some time, so it wasn't like, uh, but she you know the end was still a surprise. You know, it still wasn't expected. Um, so. Right. That one was the the one that I made the video that I dedicated to her because I was just in the process of like wrapping it up when all this was kind of going on, and mm. so then I I made the video. Um, in fact, I think I was shooting the video before I even had the track mastered um, because it just wow. didn't even matter as long as long as I had the song, it was good enough, and I just knew that's what I was going to do. And I think again, I did it so fast because I just wanted to keep busy, but <laughs> but it has I that feeling like. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of a retro sound, which is something that I do gravitate towards, and I guess that's where the spooky surf genre type thing came from. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm telling you, I got to tell you, I when I listen to Darkling, there's a painting um, by uh, oh uh, Grant, what's his name? What's his name? It's um, um, oh uh, Grant Wood. He um, he wrote. Or he he wrote he painted American Gothic and everybody knows that painting and you oh, know right. yeah 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 and it's great and everything weird fun fact about that painting that a lot of people I bet ninety nine people percent of people um, don't know you know you, and folks you know what I'm talking about the the stern farmer with pitchfork standing next to what everybody thinks is his wife wasn't his wife it's his daughter changes oh. your view of that painting doesn't it. Yeah, he's protecting his property. Yeah, it's weird. But anyway, the guy who painted that thing, and he did a, a fantastic painting. It's my favorite of his, um, called "Death on Ridge Road." And when I hear the track "Dark Plank," that painting comes to mind. And uh, you know, Google it, folks. Check it out. It's a great painting. Um, but I suggest you buy the track "Dark Plank" and just listen to it on a loop. Whilst you look at that painting, <laughs> it'll open up a whole new world to you. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Now, the next track we've got, uh, man, these titles are so good. Sometimes, let me ask you this, Darren, because you always have such great titles for your your music. And I'm probably going to get emails for saying this. Sometimes when I, I paint a painting, I've got the title first. I haven't even painted the painting yet. I'm like, I have books little notebooks that I write song lyrics, not as a song. I'll hear a lyric in a song, and I'm like, ooh, that'd be a good painting title, and I write it, uh, yeah. and I just have them, and sometimes I'll just, I'm like, hey, what are we going to paint today, and I'll thumb through uh, some of these, you know, I'll grab one of these little uh, pockets, I get them at the dollar store, they're little pads of paper, and yeah. uh, I'll look through it, thumb through it, and I'm like, ah, oh, that's a good title, let's go with this. And this next track, again, an amazing title for an amazing piece of music. <laughs> Hide and Shriek. <laughs> Hide and Shriek. 
perfect. Probably, you know, oh. again, that goes back to watching too many horror movies. And I probably, you. you know, somehow, uh, yeah, I just watched too many horror movies and those things just stick okay. in my head, the, the ideas. Like, um, I, you know what I think it was now that I think about it? I, I watched a movie, I actually, I probably watched it every year for the past three years. At Christmas, everybody has their Christmas hol- holiday movies, you know, that right. they watch as a tradition. <clears throat> and I love oh, yeah. two in particular. One is a Christmas horror story, which is actually made in Canada, and it's I love that one. And then the other one is, uh, oh, what is it called? Better Watch Out. And it's sort of like a Home mm. Alone type thing, but, but not. <laughs> it's, it's pretty funny. It's pretty whacked up. But anyway, watching that, I think that was kind of like, you know, the hide-and-seek kind of thing. And, uh, nice. Yeah. But I, uh, I love it. I'm a little bit, a little bit different because I do the same thing. I write ideas of words, phrases, could be song lyrics, whatever. I write things when I hear something. Oh, that's a neat idea. I'll just put it in. I have a little, you know, thing in my, my notes in my phone. Uh, or, yeah. or voice memos. Voice memos are usually used for guitar things. I come up with an idea, so I'll play it, you know, before I forget. I don't know how I survived without that <laughs> years oh, ago. And you, had, you had to remember something, you know. Um, absolutely. I do it all yeah. the time. I'm telling you right now, folks, this week you're going to see a painting drop called Runtime Error. I have not painted the painting yet, <laughs> but I was doing some computer work. <laughs> And a big blue screen happened. And I said, hey, that's a good title for a painting. Um, yeah. And then I cried. Um, but, you know, yeah. trying to get the computer working. But again. isn't that funny, though, um, that, that I it, it kind of do the same thing where I I get ideas, but a lot of times I don't I don't go, okay, I'm going to write a song called this. Sometimes it has happened, right. but usually it's it's more – I hear, like, as I'm working on something, I kind of go, okay, like, what what do I have? What are some of these words, phrases, whatever? Is there anything that feels right? And that's usually where that comes from. And it has to match, at least to me, at least in my, you know, I'm sure other people, what I could name it anything, and people, it's instrumental, nobody's going to care. Or they, maybe they'll care, but they're not really going to notice you know, if whereas to me, I want to name it something that I feel represents the song and the music and the feel of it. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Hide and Shriek has a great guitar. That, when you hear the guitar solo part where everything gets kind of like like quiet, that all that like monster sound is, is actually the guitar. <laughs> so, that, that, yeah, that made me happy. <laughs> well, here it is, folks. Check it out. This is Hide and Shriek.
And we're back, folks. We're back. We were hiding and shrieking. No, it's called Hide and Shriek was the track we just heard. Uh, that was a terrible joke I just tried to do, but uh, <laughs> it's not a terrible track. Hide and Shriek. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and this is very indicative of the new EP, folks. These, these new tracks, uh, they're all so good. And, you know, Darren, you're so good at these. Let me ask you, when you come up with an idea for a piece of music, I mean, because you're an instrumentalist, you know, you do a lot of instrumental music, almost all, and it's, it's, do you have, like, okay, you're driving home from work, and, um, you know, or whatever, uh, wherever the idea, wherever the muse strikes, it's sound, it's it's an instrument, like a tune that comes into your mind, and you're like, yeah, yeah, that would work, Uh, or is it a particular riff, or just messing around on the guitar, and you're like, hey, Got something it can there. Be, you know, it can be any of those things, really. Wow. Um, oh, yeah, cool it really that. can. I, but well, the reason why I, I say that is I, I don't ever like to uh, restrict a creative flow. You know, mm. it comes. That's why. Right. I, I mean, having the notepad or whatever you have to, you know, keep track of your ideas whenever they come. Like it's one of those things where we've all been in the shower and had the best idea, whether oh, it's yeah. a musical idea or the, the money-making deal of the century or whatever you think, you know, I've got this great idea. And then by the time you get out, you forget it or something. <laughs> but, Absolutely. Yeah. Well, everybody always asks me, I, like I said, I, everybody knows I'm an old man. I'm a morning person. I get up before anybody gets up, you know? <laughs> and the reason they're like, why do you do that to yourself? You know, and I'm like, you know why? Because that's when my brain is working. It's 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 functioning. You know, um, <laughs> my my discs have been defragged. <laughs> you know, yeah. I'm I'm doing good. Um, you get me at ten o'clock at night or something, or eleven o'clock at night. Yeah, not so much. <laughs> you know, dumb idea. Yeah. All my good ones are in the morning. That's um, funny, yeah. and that's just how I am. You know, but it, it wasn't always that way. It wasn't always that way. It's how it is now. Well, so, I guess you're right. Yeah, uh, yeah. The next it, I don't know that oh, is Racing for Pinks. Now, now tell us about this. This uh, harkens back to your, uh, you know, car racing and drifting days, right? Uh, there in <laughs> Ottawa? Yeah, in Ottawa, yeah. I think it's... Um, it's like, yeah, on a it, skidoo. On a skidoo. <laughs> Yeah, that'll be coming soon enough. We'll be hearing that. I think uh, I, I I was probably watching Greece or something. I don't know, but they you know mm. they had a a race for for pink slips. That's probably where the where I first heard the term. Um, but yeah, it's like I have a the, the the kind of motorcycle sound that's going through the whole thing is also guitar. It's, you know, nice. In case, in case anybody's wondering. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's an awesome track. It's an awesome track. Here it is, folks. This is, you know, Darren Michael Boyd's Racing for Pink.
And that, folks, racing for pinks, racing for pinks. Now, again, I want to mention um, all of these are available digitally, and uh, they're out now, right, Darren? Oh, yeah. Uh, and on Bandcamp, you can stream them like everywhere on earth that you would normally stream music. Nice, nice. And um, I also want to mention you have a website, which is fantastic. I'm on it right now, Uh, DarrenBoyd.com. And, uh, man, this really gets pictures and stuff on here, too. uh, I like that D-String Murders picture on the the homepage. And there's a picture of you on your About page. We are jamming. Man, that's a great photo, too. Uh, uh, I don't even know which I one it is. I didn't Go ahead. Oh, no, I just, it occurred to me, here's some trivia. The, the G-string murders, there's two parts to that because it sounds so ridiculously funny. Um, I thought it was hysterical. <laughs> Turns out there's actually a movie that was called that. Um, really? Way back. But anyway, that wasn't my, that's not my trivia. The trivia is if you look at the that photo and you see all the like the bloody broken guitar. That is the guitar that was in my car accident that had the headstock smashed off of it. So oh, that's, man. that's pretty much what it looked like. Yeah, it's still there, it's still like that. So that's right the there guitar. With you. Yeah, and wow. then the other part of the joke is that if you have a, a Les Paul, you would know that it's always the damn G string that goes out of tune, and you want to murder it. So, that's where that came from. <laughs> Oh, man. I was scrolling down your website, and I'm looking at previous events, and, you know, you're all in your neck of the woods, of course, you know. Uh, yeah. Fun times at the Brass Monkey in Ottawa, you know, all this. And then in 2020, all current events canceled due to COVID-19 restrictions, and you look over yeah. at the location, planet Earth, you know, it's Earth, <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> We were all there. I don't even remember doing that, but it sounds pretty accurate, yeah. Oh, yeah. man. Well, yeah. I have a T-shirt. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say I have a T-shirt that uh, from that um, that time, the, the Canadian tour mm. or whatever, uh, 2020, I guess it was. Anyway, the T-shirt has all the canceled dates on the back. <laughs> Wonders of the other of the world. So I'll put those shirts on sale sometimes, doing like a, a a price you can't refuse. So if anybody wants one, they can they can order. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. It's uh, you know, and it's weird that we we that was such a weird thing. And I'm not making light, folks. Don't send me emails. I know millions of people, and it's terrible. <laughs> Died that didn't have to. You know, I mean. Yeah. Believe me, folks, I live in the state of Florida, so, you know, yeah, I get it. I get it. Um, Jesus Christ. Anyhow, um, <laughs> and it's a we- it was a weird time. It was the weirdest thing. I'll tell you when it first happened, I wasn't so much worried about the health concerns like normal people, I'm assuming, would be. Because uh, I watch a lot of, I'm like Darren, I watch a lot of horror movies. I watch a lot, I'm more of a sci-fi guy probably, but. I watched too many movies, and, you know, I was worried about the roving gangs of Mad Max mutants coming to take uh, my shit. Um, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, no. That's, that's oh, Florida. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you know, that, that's what you're worried about, you know, riding alligators um, <laughs> with monkey biker bars on them. Anyhow, yeah. 
I was going to say, on your website are links, and we have them on our show page, too. And these links stay active, folks. When we convert this and it goes over to Spotify and Pandora and all these places, uh, these, you can just click on them. Darren has a Instagram. He's got a Facebook uh, group, and uh, two of them, actually. And, uh, yeah, the group, the group is the most active, yeah. YouTube. The yeah. Little Toad. Yeah, uh, Darren Michael Boyd's Little Toads. I know long name, didn't think that through, but that Facebook group is the place where uh, I spend mo- most of my time posting, uh, in at least in terms of Facebook, because it's about mm-hmm. the only place that people actually seem to see what I'm posting. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, that seems weird. to be the best. Yeah. I, too, have a love-hate relationship with Facebook. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure a lot of us do. Oh, yeah. I'm a video guy. <laughs> I love music videos, and I love your music videos. you got to go to his YouTube page, folks. You can just take a deep dive on all these great videos that Darren makes. Um, but Facebook really is the only social media. I guess Twitter you can, but, you know, Twitter is a shit show, uh, unless you're paying for every post. Um, it's it's really a nightmare. A or access or <laughs> Yeah, man, yeah. real, terrible, terrible. Uh, we, yeah. I saw a lot of paintings on on X, Twitter, as it used to be called. You know, I can't even mm. get my mind around the X thing, but whatever. No, why? Um, I'm not sure what the the theory behind that change was or, or the reason. I'm not sure. Yeah. yeah, it's 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 you know that's that's a whole basket of cats. Um, <laughs> you know that guy's, <laughs> and not even cool cats like yours. For those who don't know, and this is specifically out for uh, all the young uh, spooky girls that are listening to the show right now. Um, yeah, you know the coolest cat in the world that you have dreamed of getting? and what? Well, Darren has one of those. What's her name? Uh, I have three of them. <laughs> you have, have three? Cats. I didn't know uh, you had three. Wow. Yeah, I have um, Joan Snow is the, the normal furry cat, and then I have okay. three sphinxes. Sedona's the mom, and then Bean and Bing, long story for the names, but they're basically her kittens that she had during the pandemic. So I had two mm. boys, and I'm me being an idiot, I'm like, well, I, now I have to keep them. <laughs> I, can't. I just have two boys. It's not like I could you know, sell part of the litter right. and keep one. It was, there were only two, and I couldn't choose. But I, you know, So now I have this wonderful little family <laughs> herd of cats. Let me ask you this, because you're an animal, but you know a lot more than I do about animals. And, uh, you know, you, you're in the, the reptile business also, for those who don't know. And, um, but you know about cats and all this and that. I've always heard with those sphinx, and folks, we've got another track we're going to play, but we're getting on a tangent here. And I have to know. I have a need to know. Um, as someone who is allergic to cats, but my wife has two furry cats and I like my wife, so, you know, I deal with it. Um, <laughs> buy a lot of Dristan, and not for fun reasons yeah. from the, my youth. Um, <laughs> yeah, I could have bought Spock and Dristan. Oh, that's, that's well, a got, whole other show. I got show. shots. You know, yeah, I, I actually got shots. I was allergic to cats before. Really? And the sh- you can get shots when it cures that up? That's well, a it, possibility. It works for me. Yeah, I don't know if it works for everybody, but it worked for me. Yeah. I'm going to check so, out. Well, I, 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 I still have animal allergies. Do, but, but 
you don't have to worry about that because they don't have any fur, right? Right. Or is that a myth? No, it is a myth. Sphinxes are, you can be just as allergic to them as any other type. Yeah. I think one of the differences, they don't tend to kick around, well, because they don't have any fur, so there's not as much, like, sort of uh, in the air kind of floating in your face, but um, no, you can still be allergic to them, unfortunately. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Uh, you learn something new every day. <laughs> learn something new every day on the show here, folks. I love it. I love it. One second. That's what we call a cough button. Everybody's like, what the hell are you talking about? It's a little button. When I need to cough, I can hit it and cough and nobody hears. There you go. A little behind the scenes. Now, the next track, this is the big one. This is the big one, the G-String Murder. And uh, you had mentioned... There is a movie. I did not know that. Um, no, I didn't either. I, I was searching. I was like googling myself when the when the release came out. And the reason why I was doing that um, is because it came out on uh, a label. This is the first solo album I've released on a, a label. At, they're, they're in Europe, Flip Trick Records. And so I was, you know, I trying to keep track of that kind of stuff. Just curious of, you know, right. uh, and. Yeah, so upon my scrolling, there is a movie that has two names, and I mean, it's really, really old, like black and white movie, and it's called The G-String Murders. It's one of the names. I'm like, no way. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Now, is, I wonder, if it, is it is it a, a musical-based movie? I mean, is it are we talking a, a G-String, like on a guitar? Or looks like a, is it the looks like one of those, string? No, it looks like a drama-type Oh, okay. um, I like you. again, black I and white you. going back. Yeah, yeah. I was surprised, <laughs> but I've had that. There was some racing for pink. Same thing. I I had actually um, typed that in. Um, it sounds like I got nothing better to do than Google myself. But honestly, I I do other stuff. But I I I typed that in, and there was actually oh, I know what it was. It was that I was going to use it on one of my Instagram stories. So you know, you if you add music. You can see other stuff and mm. other songs with that title. I'm like, are you kidding me? I thought, no way wow. in the world <laughs> would that happen. It's, uh, yeah, I, it's amazing what no, you, can, yeah. <laughs> you think you got a pretty you original idea. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I'm, I'm trying to think. Racing for Pink. I'm like picturing like a a Net Funicello and like Elvis or something like one of those old <laughs> yeah. movies. And there's a beach. And you know, I don't know. He loses the car. I, you know, I'm just throwing things at the wall here. Now. So, <laughs> well, you anyhow, almost think it would be similar enough. Yeah. Oh, and G-string murders. Yeah. Yes. That's a the G-string murders. I love it. Here it is, folks. Check this out. It's one of my favorites of the year. Check this out. This is a fantastic track. Here it is.
And there it is, folks, the G-string murders. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. No, seriously, that's a great track. That is a fantastic yeah, track. Thanks. Was that the first one you wrote for the uh, for this project? Uh, good question. I don't remember. I only remember that Darkwing was at the, at the tail end. But I guess it I might guess be. That. It might be. It might might have been. Because um, with that intro, man, I love it. I love it. It is so it's <laughs> jarring in a good way. <laughs> it's just so cool, you know? Yeah, it's pretty yeah, but intense. I, jarring isn't an insult. <laughs> Jarring's not an no, insult. No, I, I like no. It. I, I, it's I like it. It's intentionally jarring. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's cool. It's it's very, very cool. And, you know, as always, again, you know, I don't know. I, one of these days you're just going to have to, because I'm sure there's there's tracks that didn't work or this or that. You've got to put out with that album, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, the, the, you know. the hits and the misses, the bloopers and the yeah. Right, well, right. I do. You know, I have a, a growing uh, list or or uh, what do you call it? Like file of yeah, so demos that are you know maybe I should explore at some point. And then you get to the point of like, okay, this is salvageable. I could do something with this, or this is crap and just delete it. <laughs> it's gone. But yeah, I, should I just had a painting I had to do that with. I had been working. I had done this painting I had been working on for six months. And no, folks, I had been working on it day in and day out for six months, meaning I, I painted, started the painting six months ago, said, eh, it's not really going the way I want it. I'm going to walk. I'm going to take that advice I always hear, just walk away for a little bit and come back at it. Mm. So um, I did that multiple times. And uh, and finally yesterday, I just said, you know what? No, this is uh, this ain't gonna happen. <laughs> I've accepted yeah. it. Um, it is now time to move on from this piece of shit. And uh, yeah, no, it's, it's it. a hard thing to accept sometimes. And uh, oh. I've got I, I I'm better at it now than I used to be for sure. Uh, <laughs> You're right. Yeah. It was hard to do. Yeah. But, oh man, and. The thing is, is everything is perfect in it except the one hand. And I'm like, yeah, you can't put it out. Because that's what people notice, you know. <laughs> it's like yeah. in your world, everything's great except the guitar riff. Well, then we're not releasing it, <laughs> you know, because yeah. that's my whole yeah. thing. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and so much of the the stuff that I come up with is, Believe it or not, it's it's the chords. I always try to find very colorful and and maybe not unusual, but as interesting chord. Uh, mm. And because that's what you're going to put something over top of. That's where that's what inspires right. the melody or rhythm or whatever. Well, that's your infrastructure, um, you know. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. kind of fleshing out everything, and it's. Kind of that way, you know, I, not everybody's a Beatles fan, but when you hear some of that stuff, that's very similar. I mean, not similar to my music. I'm not putting myself in that league, but I just mean that the idea is that they're always very colorful with their use of chord structures. And, Absolutely. Uh, well, the good yeah. thing about the Beatles is, especially for guys like 
with our background and, and, and age, I should say, is, uh, you know, we grew up genre-specific. We really did, you know. Um, I liked a lot of different types of genres of music. Uh, what I would admit to publicly when I was a teen, though, uh, not so much. <laughs> you know, I would stick to my guns <laughs> like all of my friends did. I, I didn't um, care. It's funny. I used to, I, I was almost like, because I was sort of, considered a metal guy but even though like I said the metal that we listened to was you know anything from Judas Priest which would qualify all the way to like Bon Jovi which is you know pop right <laughs> but but at the time it was like we all we all had big hair and and spandex you know with and, crazy and, bands like Crocus in the in between remember <laughs> them with Crocus yeah My Crocus first, you know, I remember you know, speaking of these, my first concert, my first concert was, um, people always ask me, you know, what did you see first, you know? Um, now, the best concert I ever saw, I will preface this, was, yeah, Ozzy Osbourne, Bark the Moon Tour. Fantastic. Oh, Couldn't wow. be beat. Um, Madonna, Like a Virgin, took my sister. <laughs> um, very good concert. Gotta say. Yeah. Gotta say. Prince, uh, great concert. Uh, but my first rock concert, uh, and it's you know, and I, to this day, I catch myself doing this. Yeah, I thought Dawkins was my first rock concert. The oh, rest yeah? of that story, ladies and gentlemen, was, uh, yeah, they were great. Um, you know, uh, I think they played Breaking the Chain three times. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> you know, that was the big hit. Um, yeah. But they were the opening band. My first real concert, they opened, and then Loverboy. Loverboy kicked ass. They were awesome. Loverboy. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I saw yeah, them. Loverboy. Uh, in, yeah, I saw them in small town uh, Ontario a few years ago. Yeah, before the pandemic, I, I would say, just before that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 No, this was, great. This it, was I, way gotta, before the pandemic when I saw them. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, well <laughs> yeah, they, yeah. Yeah, cause they were huge back when they were, you know, yeah. hits on the radio and stuff. But those are, that's oh, the yeah. kind of thing I was talking about, though. When I was a kid, I listened to that kind of stuff where – you know, on the radio, you heard songs that were good songs, but they had real drums and real guitars and, you know, mm-hmm. uh, Pat Benatar, stuff like that. You know, there was great guitar playing. And now, again, most of the music, and I again, I'm not being one of those old people that hates all new music, but most of the new pop music has kind of become uh, oh, like not neat. real instruments. It's all computer and, yeah. Kind of absolutely, kind of absolutely. And, and it's all weird too like i don't get and maybe maybe this i will sound like an old man i don't get the you're in the third like chorus let's just throw some you know quick rap in here it has absolutely nothing to do with the track at all you know did somebody turn the radio station for a second uh, yeah, I never was, liked that when when it's when they started doing that stuff way back. I didn't like it then either. <laughs> I and I, get, like I mean, I get you're trying to collaborate or whatever, but what do you what do you have just if they send you a big file and you pick one at random and throw it in there? Um, you know, come on, engineer, get a little more creative. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm saying. Yeah. We're not even going to get into auto tune, you know. Yeah. Uh, um, oh, jeez. My first concert was well. Actually, my first concert was Buddy Rich. My dad took me. I, okay. I mean, that's yeah. Most drummers are like, "What you saw Buddy Rich?" And 
And then my first rock concert, and you're not going to believe this, I think it was about 1350 the tickets, and it was Armored Saint were opening, then Metallica, and then Wasp. And I was there to see wow. Wasp. I didn't, I didn't even know who Metallica oh, yeah. were. And had you told me that they would become what they are now, I wouldn't have believed it. <laughs> I would no. I would never have no. believed that. Oh my God! Yeah, I, I was there to Metallica. Well, when Metallica first, when my friends started grumbling and, and about Metallica, not grumbling, but but when Metallica, I started hearing about Metallica through my friends, my little network of people I knew. Um, I remember like they were all into Red Hot Chili Peppers, which were like a rap hip hop type thing before yeah. they were the Red Hot, you know, the, what everybody knows. And all of a sudden, they all start talking about Metallica. And I'm like, what the hell is this? And then, like, I saw the one video on, like, Much Music or something. And I'm like, okay, now I messed up. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. that fed right into my, my teenage angst. And I'm like, oh, God, this ain't good at yeah. all. Um, yeah, that <laughs> video kept me up a few nights uh, just thinking about that. Uh, <laughs> you know? Oh. Not good at all. Yeah, I, I yeah. had uh, a student that And then they got like, big. 16. They got huge. Yeah, they got huge. And I have a student, uh, a guitar student that's um, 16 or so and plays more Metallica than I know. Like, he's really good at it. And mm. was it him or was one of my students, anyway, was teaching one, too. And I saw, I'm, they asked me to if I knew it. And I'm like, yeah, I'll refresh what I know. So I pop up the YouTube video and I'm watching it and it's been so long since I watched it. I forgot how dark it really was. How, oh, yeah. Know. Yeah. I mean, very, very dark. And people, you know, and it's it's cute. I see the little goth kids today and I, I'm not putting anybody down. I'm not putting anybody <laughs> down, but I see you. You know, I, I'm old school goth. You know, you wouldn't even be here if it wasn't for me. You know, and, and my right, crazy right. music that I can do. You know, and they're listening to the my chemical romance or whatever, you know, they're listening. And I'm just like, Yeah, that that ain't that ain't old Metallica. And I'm not saying Metallica's a goth band, I'm just saying their their subjects were ugh, it was dark shit. <laughs> um, yeah, you know, yeah. scary spooky yeah. stuff. And Yeah, know, and that's I the funny know. I think that's what happens with with me being like that I love so many different types of music. And I dabble so much that, you know, my songs kind of become a roller coaster. I think mm. as both visually and musically, I don't fit anywhere. So in right. a way, I fit everywhere. <laughs> or just about. Maybe exactly. Not in a rap, maybe not in a rap video or something. But, I mean, I fit in a lot of places. Yeah. Just because. You never know, man. Yeah, some producer's going to hear your music at some point and throw it in there. I'm telling you. What? I'm telling yeah, you. Like, well, you're right. Like the sampling thing, it could happen. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And as long as, as I long, pay you, that's fine. Yeah, if I get, get <laughs> the <pen> done. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Send me the cheddar. Take those cheddar. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. And it, one of the things, that's one of the things I really dig about your music, you know, is, is it isn't oh, what's this type of music, or it's this or that or whatever, because you're going to go, and that's what, you know, I, I miss saying, uh, we were talking about the Beatles, and one of the things I used to love to mess with people 
is, um, you know, they were back when I was a kid, they were, everybody was so genre specific and they, you know, you'd bring up the Beatles. Oh yeah. The Beatles are great. I love everything by the Beatles. I'm like, uh, which, which part are you talking the country Western Rocky raccoon? Are you talking the bubblegum <laughs> yeah. pop? I want to hold your hand, you know, cause they kind of went yeah. in a lot of places. In a short yeah. period of time, they, yeah, very short yeah. period of time, they explored a lot of different, uh, well, drugs too, but yeah. <laughs> exactly. they discovered fun, yeah. um, you know, yeah, some minds were open. Yeah, that's why <laughs> I was going to say that reason. that's why they went and, uh, that's not why oh, I'm yeah. doing it. <laughs> no, no. Yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know. I, I had fun when I was younger, but the, the truth about drugs that nobody will ever tell you, and this isn't, you know, you're going to do it. I'm not telling you not to do them, folks, any youngsters listening. You probably should. I will tell you this. I have found in my experience um, of, of partying and all this and that, the one thing nobody ever tells you about drugs is they waste a lot of time. Um, you know, you will talk about doing all kinds of shit when you're on drugs. None of it will get done. <laughs> you know, <laughs> none of there's no follow through. Yeah. Um, I, I you know, was, I, I don't know, fortunate, I guess I was fortunate, but, um, you know, for all my years of, you know, the touring and stuff, it, not it was just, that world. uh, just never did, um, but I mean, I, I didn't. I just didn't have any interest. Uh, you know, I had a, enough alcohol, I suppose. But I wasn't even then. Like when, when I started, like touring and playing six nights a week, I knew like no, you can't do it. I yeah, no, no I, I, I was smart enough up. to know. I just couldn't do it. Like yeah, <clears throat> and oh, yeah. even though lots of people tried, but they usually failed. Um, I just thought, I, I don't know what other people are doing, but I knew I couldn't do it. I'm like, I want to I want to live this. I want to enjoy it, you know. <laughs> well, yeah, and remember it. That's the other thing, too. And remember right. it, yes. That's the other thing. You, you, not only do you waste a lot of time, you waste a lot of money. <laughs> you know? And yeah, hopefully, at some point, you come to some crazy epiphany. It's what happened to me. People are like, oh, you know, you stopped partying. What, what happened? You go to rehab or what? No. I woke up one day and said, Jesus Christ, I'm spending all this money. Are you kidding me? You know? Yeah. And um, I'm so cheap that, uh, yeah, that's what shook me out of it. <laughs> um, <you know. laughs> and I got to tell you, folks, I got to tell you, when I partied, I was a bit of a snob. I didn't party on just any, you know, it had to be the best, um, the mm-hmm. best stuff. So it wasn't cheap. And, yeah. So, you know. well, even for drinking anyway. now, like I, I like a drink once in a while at home or something, but it's like I'm always, I'm always driving. It seems, you know, like a, I might oh, have yeah. to drive. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, I right. better, you know, I'll have a drink, but that's, but I don't really enjoy it. Get, you know, the idea no. of getting sloshed doesn't appeal to me anymore. Oh you know, no, I can't every time that longer too. The, the older you get, the oh. longer it takes to feel better. <laughs> Oh, it does, and it's so true. You know, I used to get sloshed when I was younger, and then, you know, you, 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 three hours the next day, you're feeling miserable, and you can't get too far from the bathroom. Uh, you yeah. know, and it was, now it's three days, you know? It's not a week, and I'm like, I I can't take that. I can't. No. I don't have that much do. time to work. Yeah. 
know, shit. You know, you got to got to get up and take on that world. (laughs) You know, I mean, I got a wife that likes shoes, you know, and a dog that likes to eat, and I like to eat. You know. Yeah, and then you don't want your dog eating shoes. No, no, no. Oh my God, not no. <laughs> Can't afford it. Anyhow, <laughs> no. anywho. Oh my gosh. Well, it has been fun tonight, and um, you know, as it always is, Darren, keep doing what you're doing, and um, we're going to do this again in October, right? That's the projection. Yeah. Yeah, and it's the album's done. It's done. It's it'll be out. So <laughs> nice. yeah, we'll, we'll have a Very some cool. Halloween talk. Yes, that's right. Both of our favorite holidays, you know. Yep. Um I can I already know. I already know, man. Very, very cool. Well folks, I know it's been a long show. Don't ex- uh the other shows this week to go this long. It's just I was getting back into it, you know, getting back into it with a friend, and, and you know, it's it's a fun night. Um, so, yeah, thanks for hanging out yeah. with us, man. And thank you, Darren, for take, being so patient with me and the system and yeah. everything. You know. Oh, my God. Oh, glad it worked out. We got it. We got yeah. it. Well, folks, we'll see you next time. Thanks for tuning in. See you later. This has been Pop Art Painter Jamie Rocks' Pop Rocks Radio Talk Show. It has been executive produced by Jamie Rocks, recorded at his studio in Deerfield Beach in South Florida. All rights reserved by Pop Rocks Limited for broadcast on Blog Talk Radio. Tana Oli Pop Rocks Radio. Estás escuchando Jamie Rocks de Pop Rocks Radio. Manténganse al tanto. Hey, det här är Hicks från Sverige och ni lyssnar till Pop Rocks Radio med Jamie Rocks. Love Talk Radio.